0: welcome to rough cut reality check a podcast all about sharing my real story and experiences to help you unapologetically step into your authentic self and live out your purpose the show. So today, in the spirit of being um, a single black woman in 2020, I wanted to do a series called The Single Friend Chronicles. Um, and throughout this series, I'm going to um, feature fellow single amazing girlfriends of mine to just talk about their journey of singlehood. But I wanted to start off the series um, just with a fun topic. I think a lot of my Fellow single people are going to be able to relate to this, but I think each of us, we've probably heard, if not one of these things, probably all of these things were said to us um, or asked of us, and it's put us in a really weird, awkward um, situation sometimes. So today I wanted to share five things that you should stop saying to single people or asking single people so the first one um is the inevitable how are you still single now i have to admit i'm also guilty of this um i normally ask this question to like single men like if i go on a date this may come up or i meet someone new and we're like vibing out so i've always thought this question was weird and even though i am guilty of doing it in the past i really have tried to stop asking that question in the last year because I hate when people ask me because like, how, what do you mean? How am I still single? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just single. How is the sky blue? It's just blue. Um, I think people, when they ask this question, they're expecting some type of like deep philosophical answer and I ain't got one for you. It's just a matter of, I haven't met someone that I feel that is worth sharing my time with to on that like level of, you know. To the point where I'm calling them my partner. We're exclusive. I haven't met someone like that. And I'm in a place where I'm just like happily temporarily single. Um, and not that I don't desire companionship. I'm just not desperate for it. I'm just not seeking it right now. I'm not pursuing it. And so... Just because I'm single doesn't mean... And a lot of times, what also gets on my nerves, people think that just because you're single and you're happily single, then you also hate men. I'm coming from a perspective of being a woman. Like, you just must hate men. You must hate relationships. You must hate... You gotta be bitter. Why I gotta be all that? Like, I'm just... I'm just a happily single woman that, of course, I eventually want that companionship with a man. Of course, I eventually want that life partnership with someone to be able to fulfill our purposes together. But I'm just not seeking it right now. Like, I'm, I'm just happy where I am. So whenever people ask me that question of like, well, how are you still single? Like, you're a beautiful woman, blah, blah, blah. You got all these things going for you. Like, why has no one scooped you up yet? And that's because, hell, I don't want to be scooped yet. Like, just leave me where I am. I don't want to be scooped. Like, <laughs> I'm good, you know? And I feel like when you're just content with it, sometimes people look at you as if something's wrong with you. Either something wrong with you. Well, you just straight up bitter and I would just love to break that stigma because it's really not true I know so many happily single women um, some of them are our friends and there's nothing wrong with us we just haven't met someone that we feel is the perfect person for us um individually and I think that's perfectly okay to be in a place where you're just not open to a relationship right now that not that you'll never be open to one but right now where I'm in, in where I am in life um that's just not something that I'm actively putting myself out for um so yeah stop asking single people how are they single like how are you in a relationship it just happened hell like i'm just it just happened i'm just single um so the next question is do you think your standards are too high and i promise y'all i think this one gets on my nerves more than the first one because if you know me and my girlfriends can attest to this i am pretty picky but I feel like rightfully so because I feel like a woman has a right to have above average standards I'm gonna put it like that when she's bringing above average assets to the table and by assets I mean your um your values you know finances your career you know your mindset your goals where you're headed in life I feel like when you have a lot to offer you have leveraging power where you can ask up a lot as well. And so I don't think my standards are too high. I think the things that are non-negotiables for me, I think they're fair non-negotiables. Now I do feel like, you know, there's a whole argument about like, okay, that's a superficial thing to have, you know, to want from someone. I don't feel like the things that I want are superficial, I'm not really wrapped up in like, he has to be this tall, he has to look like this, has to have this type of body. Now, don't get me wrong now. I don't hold up now. I'm not saying I want to date, you know, just anybody, but I'm not really one of those women where it's like he has to make this much money. has to like have his own business. He has to be this tall. He has to look like, you know, I don't know, like look like somebody from Insecure. Like, you you know, it it doesn't have to be all that. I just want someone who, first of all, loves God more than they love themselves. They love God more than they love the person they're pursuing. They have goals. They're ambitious. They're driven respectful just I my standards are really the things that I feel like every woman deserves but I think in our society how can I put this real not so shady um I feel like in the era that we live in the things that were once like what required of a man you know the whole like chivalry thing or whatever and being willing to provide and things like that it's shifted and not that that's wrong I'm just saying what I want you know I'm not gonna waver my own personal like desires that I have for my future person because oh it's not a norm for society no more I don't care about what's normal for society I care about what's a good match for me and what's a good match for me is you know what's on my damn list and it, it ain't changing so <laughs> I feel like if it's not superficial and it, it I mean it's just it can be a whole debate. And I feel like I've met guys who fit that criteria, but it just wasn't like a good match. And that's perfectly OK. And that's another thing. I feel like so many people are like, well, I, you've met so many good guys in your life. where like, there's so many good men. It's like, but well, just because he's a good man, I don't mean he's good for me. Like, that's another thing y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop making it seem like just because he checked all the boxes on paper that that woman should automatically want him just because you got a good job and good credit and you got a car, that don't mean every woman should be beating down your door or say yes to every date request, okay? Just because you are a good man just overall doesn't mean you're a good guy for everybody. You're not a good match. I'm not a good match for everybody. I know that for a fact. So I think that's another thing. It's like people who choose to be single, they kind of have this like bad rep of like not even giving quote unquote good guys or good women a chance. Sometimes you just in a place where it's like that's a definitely a good person, but they're just not my good person you know and that's perfectly okay so no I don't feel like my standards are too high women do not settle don't lower your standards because you're being pressured by a nice guy or you know a douchebag like you should not have to readjust your standards especially standards that are based on how you value yourself and the level of respect you require never ever ever readjust those or waver those or lower those keep them where they at if not raise them So I just don't feel like a woman, if it has something to do with the way she is being treated, um, the way she deserves, she wants to be talked to and cared for. I don't think a woman is, you know, her standards are too high. I just feel like she hasn't met the person that is a fit for her. So stop asking that question. The next one is, do you think you're giving off a bad vibe? um sometimes I actually have asked myself this question and I I try to like stop because it almost makes me feel like I'm not being enough of a damsel in distress to attract a man and I don't feel like a woman should (sighs) subject is such a like a negative word it sounds so negative but I don't feel like a woman should subject herself to being a damsel in distress just attract a man period I said it I don't feel like a woman should like you know, be popped on the hand because she is independent. She is self-sufficient. She does take care of herself. She pays her own bills. She has her own job. She, you know, does not look for a man to keep her. And I don't think those women should be shamed for that, for being independent. Um, however, I do think, because I am a very, very, very independent woman. You can ask anybody who's very close to me, they know this. And I, I have, like, had this conversation with myself of like you know well damn am I giving off like too much of an independent vibe am I coming off you know rude or whatever but I don't feel like I am I feel like I'm a very nice welcoming person I'm just very like no bs about what I feel like I deserve and if I feel like I'm being treated in a way that's lesser than what I feel I deserve or lesser than what I feel God says I deserve. Oh, yes, you you will and you shall be cut off. I mean, you, you just will, especially if you're a man. So, yes, I just I carry myself in a way where you're not going to treat me in a way that I would not want, you know, a man in my life to treat me. I'm just not going to allow it. And so sometimes people have specifically men, have said, well, you know, you're a little too independent or you need to let a man help you, and, you know, you seem a little snobby, and it's like, well, yeah, the, if the kitchen's too hot, you, you can step out. You, the door is right there because you ain't got to stay up here with all this heat. So it's just I don't feel like a woman, just because you carry yourself in a way where it's like you're sure of yourself – And you're confident in yourself because sometimes people mistake just a really confident woman for being snobby and arrogant. That's far from the case. A lot of times those women are the nicest people in the world. They just they're not about the BS. They're not about settling or allowing someone to come at them a certain way. Those type of women typically require you to come correct. And that's the pressure that men don't like a lot of times. Most men, not all of them. But that type of pressure is what some men avoid because they know those type of women are not going to accept them, just coming to them, step into them any type of way. So I, for one, I cannot stand that question of like, well, do you think you're giving off a bad vibe? Do you think you're being too independent? Do you think you're just, you know, being a little too self-sufficient? I'm not finna like, you know, act weak or like I can't do it for myself trick tracks and when I get I've heard arguments about you know well a man needs to feel needed and all this stuff and that's fine I feel like there's a time and a place for that because I do feel like you know men need to have their ego sharp a little bit and sometimes women gotta let them help but I feel like that stage comes when you've shown me that I can let that wall down and I can let you do some things the next one is <laughs> can I set you up with my friends um I haven't gotten this this one a ton but I have gotten it and then what I can't stand is they'll say this with their chest I mean can I set you up my friend but sometimes people who say that they like to put you with their friend who can't get a date or can't get nobody can't keep nobody and they like give you over to them as if you know you're the leftovers and that's that's not that's not what we finna do like if you're gonna be that friend who likes to put people together and match people up please make sure you have a good idea of both parties. Like you have a good sense of their personalities. I mean, hell, you don't look at birth charts. Like you don't, you don't time this thing out. Like if you're going to play matchmaker with your friends, like just at least be good at it. Like at least have a track record of being a good matchmaker because there's nothing more cringy than a friend trying to set somebody else up with their friend Or a girlfriend trying to set her friend up with her man's best friend. Like, come uh, uh, Like, we not. No. We not. mm -mm. Like, unless this is going to be a viable partner for me. Like, we really could hit it off. Please stop playing matchmaker. And please stop trying to set up your single friends with your friends. I promise you we don't want it. We don't need it. And we're not looking for it. Like, unless we ask for it. Or we're like, girl, he was kind of cute. You know, do a little click, click, link, link, network. You know. Unless we ask you to connect us on purpose. Like. Please stop, because I promise you, if we wanted it, we would ask. The last one is not really um, a question. It's a statement. And <clears throat> I'll preface this by saying I actually agree with this statement, but I feel like sometimes it has a negative, um, a negative like implication behind it. That's not intentional, but it's it'll happen to you when you least expect it. I feel like we have all heard this even people who are listening to this who may be in a relationship, I'm pretty sure you heard this before you got into your current relationship. It also has like that statement, while again, meant with good intentions, it can come off as if like, you shouldn't expect it. Like you're wrong for expecting it to happen to you. you waking up one day wanting it to happen to you. Like love will not come. It only comes when you least expect it. And that's far from the truth because I know people who intentionally put themselves out there, who intentionally, you know, made effort to pursue someone or allow themselves to be pursued and they met someone they met a great partner and they're still together so I don't feel like love is restricted to only you know when you least expect it or only when you're not expecting it. I feel like love has no bounds. I feel like it it can happen when you're expecting it. It can happen when you're not expecting it. It can happen when you ain't thinking about it, when you are thinking about it. And so I think people who just kind of say that cliche phrase, and I'm guilty of it. I've said it to friends. I've said it to single friends. And even when people say it to me, it's like, oh, okay, I I get it. It's true, but it is annoying. Like, it's just, it's annoying. Because I get that love happens when it's supposed to happen. But it's almost as if you're implying, like, that person, that single person, is wrong for expecting love. They're wrong if they wake up one day and they're like, "Well, yeah, I really would like to meet someone today. I w- really would love to just, you know, have someone today." As if like they're wrong for that feeling. And there's nothing wrong with desiring companionship. And I think that's almost like singlehood. It's like being in a, a rock in a hard place because. You're damned if you desire a relationship, and then you're damned if you have no desire for a relationship. That's why I say it's like you have to just be content with where you are and content with yourself because trying to please society is never gonna happen. Trying to please people is never gonna happen because you're whatever extreme, whatever end you end up being on, wherever you fall in that spectrum, people are gonna always have something to say about your mindset. And so that's why it's just important if you are single and you are listening to this. You know, stay in your zone. Stay focused. Don't let what people say to you or interactions and conversations make you feel pressured or lesser than like something's wrong with you for either desiring or not desiring um, a relationship. I've talked to married couples and the advice is always like, don't rush. Like one thing I wish I had done was just enjoy my 20s, not necessarily sleep around in my 20s, but just enjoy my 20s like just do more things for myself take myself on more adventures explore life a little bit more just take a year off and do this or take two years off and study this and the more I've heard that advice the more I've really thought about relationships because we always think the grass is green on the other side but relationships have their own problems and their own challenges that come with them just like singlehood has its own problems and challenges and so I think it's just a matter of running your race at your own pace and you guys know if you've listened to me that, that i'm really big on that i'm really big on just keeping your eyes on the mirror and not the rear view and even though that's really hard to do because their relationships splattered in our face literally every single day um if it's not relationship drama in the news it's like you know somebody that got married or engaged like a celebration love story and it's it can be really really distracting so it's okay to expect love to happen to you. It's okay to not expect love to happen to you. Either way, don't nobody know when it's going to happen to you. So even though people love to be like relationship prophets and, you know, it'll happen when you at least expect it. And, like, again, I feel like there's some validity to it, but it, I, know, I understand how we can have a little sting on the end. Being a single person, I haven't always received it positively. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends on my mood. And sometimes it's just not the best thing to say. Sometimes just... Just let it be. Just let them be where they are and don't feel like you have to fix a single person. That's a word. A single person is not a problem for you to fix. We are not problems. We, a lot of times, are happy where we are. And I know single people who, like, they really are ready for a relationship and they can't wait. They're really looking forward to it. There's nothing wrong with either of those people. Um, I think the issue lies, again, in how you... If you place your value in a relationship, if you place your purpose in a relationship, your purpose, your value, who you are, your personality should come from within you, even outside of your partner, even outside of a relationship, period. You should find those things within yourself before you meet someone. You should find that fulfillment within yourself before you even enter into that stage of your life. That's how I feel about it, at least. Um, And I think that's where the problem lies. I don't think the problem lies with someone who really desires marriage, someone who really desires um singlehood I think it's just more so a matter of being assured of yourself and being confident in yourself and um feeling secure in yourself as an individual and not looking for that validity and affirmation within a relationship because that's where a lot of people find the failure and disappointment because you're that's not where you find those things you find those things within yourself um and through God and that's how I feel about it but yeah so I hope these things kind of gave you guys um some uh good things to think about next time you talk to a single friend or a single associate a single colleague or whatever um if my single people are listening to this I hope you had a lot of like amen moments and snap snaps because I know I'm tired of hearing these things especially like I said being a single woman I personally get tired of hearing these things um so yes I hope you guys enjoyed this episode again it was just kind of like a fun kickoff to the single friend chronicles So I really hope you guys are excited to kick this off with me. And I'm really excited to have um, some really amazing ladies featured in this series. So thank you guys so much, so much for listening. Um, Remember to share any favorite moments from the show, share clips on Instagram. I love to see those things. I love to reshare them. Leave a review at the bottom of the show, especially if you use Apple Podcasts. Definitely drop me a review under the show. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll chat next week.